Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, January 30th, 2023. Stand up for your country. You know, I've had now three days to think about this Memphis police killing. Good, honest news analysis takes a little time. Okay, it's not glib. It shouldn't be based on ideology, but it often is. It, It should be trying to find out the why behind the story. And that is what we are trying to do tonight. I hope we'll be successful. But this story in Memphis, Tennessee, hurts every single American, every one of us. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So you've heard about it. 29-year-old Tyree Nichols, a Federal Express worker, no criminal record, was driving home And he got pulled over on January 7th of this year by the police for alleged reckless driving. After that, all hell broke loose. Now, it took three days for Tyree to die. He was in the hospital, brutally beaten. You've seen the video. I I can't watch the whole thing, but... It is so harrowing 
it's so disturbing that the main question is why would these police officers do this? So the five of them be charged with second degree murder. Tadarius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin, Desmond Mills, Justin Smith. Okay, all veterans of the force, all part of a street crimes unit named Scorpion, okay, which has been disbanded now. Nichols, Tyree, I don't know. I don't know why this escalated to that point. You can glean a little bit on the video, but it was obvious that this was an overreaction. So there are reports today that the the police did call for backup, but the bottom line is they had the man's car. They had Tyree's car. They knew who he was, that if things were out of control, so you had to use tasers and pepper spray and all that, just let him go and you get him later. Okay. You don't physically beat the man because anything could happen when you do that. But the kicker on this is, and I'm sorry I use that word kicker because Tyree was kicked, all right, when he was down. George Floyd, these officers had to know that they were putting their own lives in jeopardy by doing this for a traffic stop. Tyree was not a danger to public safety. So what is it that goes through the minds of police officers where they take their own lives? What do I mean by that? They're going to be convicted. They're going to spend decades in prison. Their families are devastated, all five. So look at the casual account now. Um, The worst is Tyree Nicholas. He's dead. But his family... And friends, and then the cops, families, and friends, and it just mounts and mounts and mounts and mounts. All right. So I looked up the um, backgrounds of these cops, and there's nothing unusual about them. Three of them attended and have degrees from universities. It's not like they were some kind of irresponsible unit, but they all did the wrong thing. Now, Memphis, Tennessee has the highest violent crime rate in the United States, and the crime rate is centered in the black neighborhoods. So that's why you had to have the Scorpion unit to try to suppress the violent crime in Memphis. It's true. But if you're not in control of yourself as a police officer, then you're not going to suppress anything and you're going to escalate. And that's what happened. So again, I come back to the fact that it doesn't make any sense to any rational person. And the unintended consequences are staggering. So every good cop, and most of them are, is now suspect in the eyes of some Americans. That's number one. The country, the United States of America, what do you think they think about us over there? What do you think China does with this? What do you think our enemies do with this? We look like savages here. Savages. A totalitarian nation that has no respect for human life at all. So all of us as Americans are victims. 
the pro-police people, and I'm one of them, okay, we're now on the defensive when we want good, strong policing to stop the horrendous national crime wave. We want that. It's going to be harder to get because the progressives who hate the cops, who want no incarceration, no punishment of crimes, they gain. But say, look at those police officers. Look, look at them. They killed an innocent man. All right. So all everything that is good gets smashed here. The nation's children, particularly if you're uh, an inner city kid. And, and this is what you see. They all saw it on the Internet. All the kids saw it. I mean, what are you going to think? You're, you're an immature mind. Oh, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And here is the final point I have to make. That if these were white officers that killed Tyree, this country would be on fire right now. That's how fragile our social compact is. If they were white officers killing a young black man or any black, country erupts in riots, in flames, in looting, in violence. Hundreds would die. Billions in damage. Y'all know it. And we're a step away from that. A step away from it. This is so frustrating for me because I usually am a solution kind of guy. I usually can analyze the problem and give you a solution to that problem. That would work. But I can't give a solution to this problem because I don't know why these police officers did this when they destroyed their own lives. They committed symbolic suicide, all five of them. Why would you do that for a traffic stop? It's just inconceivable. But the danger to this republic, to this country, is off the chart. Because it's going to happen again. Inevitably, there are bad police officers, irresponsible people who cannot control themselves, who are mentally ill for one reason or another. They got the police badge. I don't know. There's no glib solution like better training or any. That's all bull. When you hear that, you, you know the person saying it's a charlatan. All right. This is an anomaly. Does not happen often. But now on videotape, when it is seen by people who hate this country and people who want to do damage, gives them license. So we live in a much different world. Now. I want the best training possible for every police officer in this country. Once you got a gun and a badge and you have power over other people, including me, I want you to be trained. I want you to be a rational thinker. I want you to be a problem solver. Those cops were not solving any problem there. Okay? But again, they each have to be interviewed separately as to why did you participate in this? And this, the locals can't do it in Memphis. It's got to be Governor Lee, Bill Lee in Tennessee, has got to form a task force of law enforcement people and psychiatrists and, and that 
to interview each one of these officers in prison. Find out, what the, why did you do this? Why? And I, I don't know what they'll say. I assume they'll have excuses, but maybe not. But we've got to get some kind of insight into the mind of a police officer who, in the wake of George Floyd, where everybody vividly remembers, would do the same thing to a defenseless, you know, Tyree didn't have a gun, he wasn't armed. Oh, I just, it, I love my country, all right? And it, I, I know how much this damages my country. Now, most of the analysis over the weekend was self-serving, and, uh, you know, I, it made me mad. I had to turn most of it off. It was predictable. It was foolish. Um, it led nowhere. You can almost, when somebody comes on and I know who they are, I can predict what they're going to say. All right? They want a virtue signal or they want to make an excuse, whatever it may be. I know what they're going to do. But two sound bites caught my eye, and I'm going to run them both. They're totally different. Go number one. The televised countdown to the release of the video that captured his demise further made sport of his death and devalued his life. It furthered the theater making of black people's pain and it underscores America's perverse abandonment of the commitment to change it made after the death of George Floyd and the historic summer of protests that it begat. Okay, so that man, Charles Blow, former New York Times guy, I mean, he may be there. I, I don't read him. I don't listen to him. He hates his country. Always has. I've had innings with this guy going way back. He just despises me. I don't know why Bob's living here. You know, if I hated my country, I wouldn't live here. I'd go someplace else. But that is the intellectual. See, he's, he's considered an intellectual. So the America's perverse abandonment of the commitment to change after the death of George Floyd. America's, like we all have abandoned any kind of fairness or responsibility by the police. I mean, it's just such a lie. It's just staggering. But this is what these people do all right, at the New York Times and, and all of that. Second one was a law enforcement guy out here in uh, Long Island where I am. Go. And then they tarnished the shield. They ruined the reputation of all the good men and women out there in law enforcement that work hard every single day and go out there and take the risk. Okay, that was Pat Ryder, who is the Nassau County Police Commissioner. And these police officers did. All right, they tarnished the reputation of law enforcement. They didn't know they were doing that, I guess, when they were beating this man to death, but that's the consequence. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you 
and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. All right, um, let's go down to uh, a guy who knows Memphis very well, Ben Ferguson. Um, he is the host of the Ben Ferguson podcast. He also has a podcast with Ted Cruz, joins us from Houston. So I know you have uh, deep roots in Memphis. Your, uh, your father's in law enforcement, and um, you know what the deal is down there. If I spoke for 13 minutes, did I say anything wrong or anything misguided or anything naive? No, I, I, I don't think you did. I do think that a lot of people have missed, Bill, this story. And this was a lack of institutional control at the Memphis Police Department that caused this. And let me explain a quick timeline for you. Several years ago, the Memphis City Council decided they were going to be on the forefront of defund the police movement. How they did that was by taking away the retirement benefits for fire and police. When that happened, it was a catastrophic event in Memphis because all of the senior members of the Memphis police force and the EMTs and the fire department turned in their resignations for retirement. They said, if you're not going to give us what we've been working so hard for and you're taking away our retirement benefits, we're going to instantly leave to a different place that is safer or pays us more money because you're literally stripping us of our the, what you promised us. That is when this, in my opinion, basically that was what lit the match. So all of these people that had ties to the community, that were respected by the community, that could talk to the different people in the different neighborhoods, vanished. Then you had another thing that happened. They wanted to defund the police again, and they decided that not a single law enforcement officer could live outside of Shelby County. Now, if you look at Memphis on a map, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Arkansas, I can literally drive in all three states, Bill, in 15 minutes at the speed limit. 
that's how close they all are. People live in Mississippi and work in, at, at FedEx. Thousands of them work and live in Mississippi and work in Memphis, tens of thousands. And that was their way, again, of defunding the police, getting rid of police officers. The citizens of Memphis were so outraged, they decided to get it on the ballot so that the citizens could vote, saying, we don't care where a police officer lives. We're down at that point, Bill, 500 police officers that has now gone to 700 police officers we are missing. That is the city's own study. And what they did was the city council said, no, screw you citizens. They took it off the ballot and said, you cannot hire a police officer that doesn't live inside of Shelby County. When that happened, you have a bunch of young cops now, just like this, this Scorpion group, two years, three years, four years of service without having enough captains to even look over them. When the new police chief, C.J. Davis, who I think did an excellent job with this, she came in the city. The first thing she said was, I desperately need senior law enforcement officials to mentor and to oversee a extremely young police force. Because all of my good guys have been here that were invested in the community that lived right. here. They've all retired. I think we got that it. That is so, how this happened. So the structure of policing breaks down in Memphis. And you can see the crime stats. They're right? through the roof. Most, one of the most dangerous seasons in, in America. Bill, the I've been worst shot for at. violent crime. The I've worst. been shot at in Memphis. Okay. But still, these guys, these officers, three with college degrees, had yeah. to know that they were ruining their own lives. I don't think they did. And this is where I will disagree with you, and I'll explain why. The crime in Memphis is so out of control, and I'm a victim of a gun crime, and I grew up in a law enforcement family. I had to use a gun to save my own life. It was a gang initiation in Memphis, Tennessee, where two gang members tried to kill me on purpose. It was, a, it was to get in the gang. They call it having blood in the gang. When you're dealing with a city that's out of control, where every single police officer every day is on edge, and there are constant carjackings, there are constant seniors being beaten, Two weeks ago, Bill, we had a man that was accused of first-degree murder that walked out of jail with zero bail, no bail. He was accused and charged of killing a man, first-degree murder, and he walked out. When I and others exposed it in Memphis, they said, oh, the system got it wrong. We'll go re-arrest him and have set a bail for him. These cops are on edge. As soon as there was a scuffle and he took off running, they're on heightened alert because this is now a war zone in Memphis. But Do, he was unarmed. Their actions. They knew no, he was. They knew he had no gun because he didn't resist at first. They knew he yeah. didn't have a weapon. Couldn't agree and they, with you more. And they beat the living daylights out. No, of they him. murdered him anyway. They murdered him. Right. But but, but wait, 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 there, wait, Ben. I look. You can be inexperienced. You can have no supervision. You can be on edge because the crime is out of control. All of that. But when it comes down to self-preservation, you'd go wild? You put your own yeah. life and family in jeopardy? That's I think the this key. Is, I, and I think this is what has happened when you, have, when you have, I call it lack of institutional control. You've lost control from a leadership perspective, and it's the Wild West. And they don't think about the repercussions for their actions. And they didn't think that that camera on that pole on that street corner was actually watching them. And thank the Lord it was there. And thank the Lord that Tyree Nichols' mother 
continuously said to the community, do not loot, do not riot. I believe that she's a saint. I believe she's an angel. She single-handedly kept my city, I truly believe, from burning down uh, and, and having it turn into total anarchy because she kept saying that over and over again for her son's legacy. But if we want to fix this problem, and you mentioned this in your monologue about, I usually am a guy that wants to have you know resolution and, and, and come up with a way to fix it. You fix this by actually being honest. And the police and the city council and the worthless mayor of Memphis, who is who is who continues to play into the anti-police propaganda, defund the police, no bail, prison reform. He's a Soros DA. We just got there, Steve Mulroy. When you keep playing with fire and you continue to have a lack of institutional control of your police department, this will happen again because you need actual police officers with experience overseeing the young guys and training them up. And we don't All have right. that. I don't think this is going to happen again, but I think that the state of Tennessee has to take over the policing in I, Memphis. I well, mean, and the city council will Memphis. never let them because Doesn't they matter. want governor to has take the away authority. The, the governor has the authority to declare a state of emergency in Memphis to just obliterate the city council. And that's what yeah. has to happen. Hey, Ben, we really appreciate your perspective. I don't think uh, our viewers and listeners will get that anywhere else. And I, I really appreciate you uh, coming on tonight. Good okay. to see you, man. God bless his family. Uh, here's President Biden's statement um, on Friday night when the tape was released. The footage was released this evening and will leave people justifiably outraged. Those who seek justice should not resort to violence or destruction. Violence is never acceptable. It's illegal and destructive. I joined Mr. Nichols' family in calling for peaceful protest. Okay, that's a good statement. Um, whether Biden will continue on that road, I have no idea. I don't think he's a man in full control of what he is saying or doing. All right, his schedule today, Biden's, he goes to Baltimore to uh, talk about the infrastructure bill. And, uh, you know, that's what he does now. He's uh, in re-election mode, even though I don't think he's going to run. But that is much easier. It's much easier to give these speeches, particularly when you don't tell the truth, than actually govern the nation. So that's what he's doing. He's running around twice a week, giving speeches about what he's done, which is really not much, rather than trying to solve any problems. So let's segue into a speech uh, in Springfield, Virginia, last week. Now. CNN did this. CNN fact-checked Joe Biden, which shows you that the new management there is trying to get away from the propagandistic network it's been for the last six or seven years. Okay? So I give the CNN credit. I'm going to give you three. I got ten false statements that Biden made in one speech. Role number one. Last year, we funded 700,000 major construction projects, 700,000 all across America. From highways to airports to bridges to tunnels to broadband. By the end of this year, that's going to be more than 20,000 projects, big and small, cities, east, west, north and south, all part of it. Okay, so... Um 700,000 last year uh, were funded. Want to know what the real figure is? 7,000. So he was 693,000 light 
Now, anybody in the audience wouldn't know that. Who would know that? Biden doesn't know what he's talking about. He, he just doesn't know what he's saying. 700,000 funded. No, 7,000. Soundbite number two, go. Well, here's the deal. I put a, we put a cap, and it's now in effect, now in effect, as of January 1, of $2,000 a year on prescription drug costs for seniors, even if their drugs cost $10,000, $12,000, or $14,000 a year, as some cancer drugs do. They have paid no more than $2,000 a year. It was false. This is not true. That cap kicks in in 2025. So he says, we put a cap, it's now in effect, now in effect. It's not. Not. <laughs> it's just, you sit there, he's like, I, it's so insulting to the American people. Soundbite number three, go. Back then, only 3.5 million people even had their first vaccination because the other guy and the other team didn't think it mattered a whole lot. Now, we have fully vaccinated 230 million Americans. Okay, so Trump didn't care. And back then, 3.5 million people, all right? He's citing January 2021 when he came into office, there were 19 million people vaccinated when Biden took office, 19 million. He says 3.5 million. Again, this is just frightening. Truth, it just doesn't matter. It's 1984, the book. Okay? Double speak. Think Biden cares? No. Gallup poll, just out. 1,011 adults, telephone. Um, what do you think is the most important problem? Facing America today, government poor leadership, number one, 21%, inflation, 15, immigration, 11, economy in general, 10, unifying the country, six, racism, five, poverty, five, crime, violence, four, ethical, moral, family decline, four. So by far, the government of poor leadership is biggest problem, according to Gallup poll. Here's a story that you'll here, nowhere else. I don't think it got reported hardly. I didn't see. I think I saw it in a Wall Street Journal. U.S. killed another ISIS chieftain, Bilal uh, Sudani, and 10 other ISIS in Somalia. There's Sudani. Okay, special forces raid uh, hills of Somalia. No U.S. casualties. And the reason I'm telling you this is that I'm happy the Biden administration has continued the campaign against the jihadists that we write about in Killing the Killers. So we brought you up, Killing the Killers came out um, just before Biden's uh, term, and Biden is doing what Trump did and to some extent what Obama did and on and on. This is definitely necessary. So that happened. Last week. Good. China uh, warning McCarthy not to visit Taiwan. Now, that was the clickbait on the Internet. China warning Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy not to visit Taiwan. But that's not what China did. OK, they didn't mention McCarthy. They just said that 
We urge certain individuals in the U.S. to earnestly abide by the one child principle. Now, McCarthy wants to go to Taiwan. You remember Pelosi went and the Chinese got very upset about it. That's what this is all about. Now, China's a threat to all of us. I wrote a column posted yesterday on BillOReilly.com called Hitler, Tojo, Putin, and Xi. So I hope you go there, read the column, free for everybody, and um, they're dangerous. Smart life. So what we do here, as I've explained uh, more than a few times, is we give you information to save you money, which is why it's always good to have a pen and a pad uh, when you're watching and listening to the No Spin News. There is an app, Upside, the Upside app, okay? So you go there. I don't know how to tell you to get there because I don't do this, but it's easy, they tell me. One of our producers did it, Upside app. And then when you go there and you put in your zip code, the app tells you where the discounts are in grocery stores, gas stations, restaurants, and convenience stores. What's on sale? And in one part, our producer got 20 cents back per gallon of gas. And she's in Colorado. This is good. Upside app, smart life. Here's something that's not good. So New York City is far, far, far left, right? The city council, socialists, communists, racists, you know, not a good organization. They want to name a street in Harlem, which is a a big African-American neighborhood, to honor uh, Nation of Islam leader Elijah Muhammad. Now, you may not remember him, but he started this crew, and they hate white people and Jews and not. Louis Farrakhan runs the Nation of Islam now, okay? So um, why would you have a street honoring a racist like Elijah Muhammad? Why? I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's fairly insulting. Now, I wrote extensively about Elijah Muhammad in Killing the Legends because what he and his son did, Herbert Muhammad, who managed Muhammad Ali, what they did to the boxer is insane. Killed him. 
So anything about these guys catches my eye. This day in history, January 30th, 1948, Indian leader Mahatma Gandhi assassinated at age 78. Now, Gandhi was a hero, very similar to Martin Luther King, nonviolent. Um, His campaigns led to the British withdrawal of India and Indian independence. Okay, Uh, that happened in 1947. Just one year later, some kook uh, Hindu shoots Gandhi dead. Okay, a Hindu nationalist. And he was hanged. They caught him and his helpers and and all that. But, you know, the good, they die young, as Dion once sang. Mahatma Gandhi wasn't young, 78, but, but led to a violent death. And, you know, if you read about Gandhi, he was an amazing man, that's for sure. And I don't use that word amazing like the kids use it. Okay, we got a good mail segment and a final thought about the brand new Killing Book coming your way in the fall. We'll tell you all about it as we come back. Let's go to the mail. Uh, We got Anthony Macaro, Jupiter, Florida. Billy said Putin has to go. And you said Putin is basically crazy. So don't you think he will use a nuke? As I explained in great detail, Anthony, in order for uh, Putin to launch a nuclear weapon, the military has to sign on to it, the Russian military. I doubt that will happen. Charles MacArthur, Hastings on Hudson, New York. Just curious, Bill, you feel Putin has tons of money and you can't understand why he's destroyed the world and not be happy with his wealth. Well, how about George Soros? Well, Soros hasn't destroyed himself. Soros is a hero in the progressive precincts for trying to bring down traditional America. There's a big difference. Putin is a villain. Can't go anywhere. Soros, in many precincts, is a hero. Paula, Ukraine has the goods on Biden. This is the reason he is helping them. If he doesn't, they will expose him for the corruption that he has engaged in over the years. So, Paula, with all due respect, if you could just give me a little backup on that, what, what Ukraine has on Biden, you just send it along how you know what they, you know, I, see, I would never say that unless I had something to back it up. And I'll report it if you got it. Patty Cagle, Cameron Park, California. I'm appalled at what Biden's inflation and war on gas has done to our country. My husband and I live in Northern California. We just got notice the price of our uh, PG&E bill is going up. We can serve as best we can, but we can't cut anywhere else. It's California, though. It's, yeah, it's Biden and the crazy attack on fossil fuels, but California has laden the energy industry out there with so many taxes and regulations. You guys pay 30 40% more than the rest of the country. Ralph, concierge member. Ralph gets a uh, direct access to me. I'm not in favor of suspending the gas tax. I've been in place for many years. The infrastructure bill can disappear in a heartbeat. Once you take away the gas tax, it'd be hard to reinstate it. No, it wouldn't. You suspend the gas tax as long as the infrastructure bill, $1.2 trillion, or is it $1.8 trillion? One of the, yeah, it's $1.8. The inflation bill is $1.2. I can't even keep track. And as long as that money's going for infrastructure, you don't need a gas tax. 
when the infrastructure money runs out, which will probably be next Wednesday, then you could put it back. Congress has to do all this. It's not hard. Robert Mertz, Ackworth, Georgia. I listen to you every night, Bill. Get a ra- accurate, fast, fact-based reporting and know we have a serious immigration issue. The drug smuggling crisis is beyond belief. I'd like to understand why we don't address the influence China has shipping these illegal drugs. China makes fentanyl, ships it to Mexico. We can't stop that. Nothing we can do. Can't interdict it. Can't stop it. Goes right to Mexico. They formulate it into various narcotics or send the fentanyl in pill form in the United States. That we can do something about. Jim, concierge, remember I love that you and Chris Cuomo do a weekly hit. It's informative and entertaining. I especially enjoy and respect your verve, wit, and communication skills. I've been doing this a long time, Jim. If I don't have them by now, you should see me in the beginning in Scranton. Ooh, it was grim. Uh, and I'm impressed with both you and Cuomo Bill. As usual, you make well-reasoned points that are backed up by facts. Cuomo, he actually allows you to speak. He has to. <laughs> Not that he wouldn't. He probably would, but believe me, he has to. Patrick Dowd, Newport, Ritchie, Florida. I was surprised to hear you slam the Oscars tonight. There are a record five out of 20 Irish actors up for awards. I don't analyze the news by my ethnicity, Patrick. I'm happy the Irish people are getting um, recognized, but Irish actors have always been top of the chart. But there's no more Oscars. Like Nobody cares about it. Okay. Um, new polos, no spin um, for... Spring and summer are going. They're going to sell out. I just ordered two. They're great. You'll love them. I hope you get them. And then we have the mugs. Uh, stand up for your country. No spin. They'll last forever, by the way. I'm still using my mugs from seven years ago. Um, and we have all kinds of stuff on sale, including the killing books. Great deals on our books. And now I'm going to tell you about the new book in the final thought right after these messages. Oh, no, word of the day, right? No solder, S-A-W-D-E-R. I bet you never heard of that word. Solder. Right back. Okay, here is the new killing book on the screen. For those of you on the radio, Killing the Witches, the Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. It is out September 26th of this year. I'm not finished I'm about 70% through it. So this book is about the horrible way, oh, things that happened with the witch trials. But way more than that, it examines the very early parts of America. From the Mayflower on over, we'll put you right on the Mayflower. They get here, here's what happens. And then off the witch trials... It extends into our founding fathers, particularly Benjamin Franklin, who was in Boston when the witch trial controversy was hot. And he actually visited the villain, the top villain, Cotton Mather. Franklin went to his house as a teenager. It's an amazing tale. So this book, the reason I wrote it, is because it takes you from the very beginning of America, very beginning, okay, all the way through. Now we have Killing England, Killing Lincoln, 
all the way through. So you'll know everything about your country until killing the killers and killing the legends, which is contemporary history. But I went all the way back because you know what? Nobody knows what really happened at Plymouth. Did you know? I'll just give you this. Pilgrims, that word was never used until 1800. They were Puritans, the travelers, and other, other um, adjectives to describe them. Never pilgrims. And these Puritans, when they came over, what do you say? It's just every page you're going to go, whoa, like this. And how it developed, all right, how this country developed, really, really, not just the turkey and mashed potatoes thing, although that happened. That happened. And the interactions with the Indians were very interesting. We tell you all that. And pirates. Okay, pirates were involved in this witch stuff, too. So it, it's just, the book's actually, it's hard to write it because I'm covering a fairly long period of history here. But it's fun, because Dugard, I, I don't let him out of the house. Uh, he's a researcher, Martin Dugard. He's he coming up with this stuff. You know, I have no idea. I said, you sure? Did this really happen? And it happened. And when do you see these witch trials? You think the cancel culture, and there's a lot of similarity between the cancel culture now, we have now, the whole system that we have generated by the media and what happened back then. It's hysteria on both sides. And then the personalities involved. Are, and again, this is history you were never taught, never told about, because it's not particularly pleasant when you're executing women, mostly women, and two dogs, two dogs got executed as witches. Where do you see this thing? Anyway, Killing the Witches, you can pre-order it. And if you do, we, you'll get it first. I'm going to try to speed up that, by the way. So if the release date is the 26th of September, I'll try to get the pre-orders out maybe a week early this time around. Uh, you'll like the book. It's uh, different, way different than anything we've ever done. And uh, I'm already proud of it. And we're not even finished with it yet. But that's coming. So Killing the Witches, The Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. The next killing book out September 26th. Thank you for listening and watching the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill 
or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.